You are listening to the Starsology Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Alison Price. In this episode, we're going to have a look at our Starsology Astrology Podcast Star Chart. Every entity can have a birth chart, and in this case, it's our podcast. This is the birth chart for the business of the Starsology Astrology Podcast, and it is the chart we chose as the start time and date with which to launch this podcast. I'm going to explain why we chose the chart that we did and the main features within it, which I believe will support a prosperous podcast business model. To start with, this is electional astrology. It has nothing to do with politics or who will be the next president or prime minister, but rather it is about electing to do something at some point in the future. So electional astrology and election charts are often used for things like business launches or to pick a wedding date because you can look into the future to choose a good time. Now, the principles for a good election chart are that you reinforce the house that pertains to the activity. So, for example, for a marriage chart, it would be the seventh house you're going to reinforce. And for a business chart, it's the tenth house. To reinforce a house, you want to place as many positive planets in that house as possible. And as this is a business, we're going to focus on the tenth house of businesses that you start yourself. You really also want the Midheaven ruler to be a positive planet or the planet that rules the endeavor. So, for instance, if you were opening a restaurant, you would want the moon to be in the 10th house because the moon rules restaurants, food and cooking. And if you were opening a beauty salon, you'd want Venus in the 10th house as Venus rules cosmetics and beauty products. So because this is an astrology podcast business, I wanted Uranus as the ruler of astrology strongly positioned in this chart. I did this by moving the time to place Uranus in the 10th house. I also wanted Mercury as the ruler of podcasts, podcasters and podcasting, to be in the 10th house as well. Now let's have a look at some planets that you really want to avoid. So as a general rule with electional astrology, you want to avoid all the malefic or troublesome planets. So that would typically be Mars, Saturn or Pluto in the 10th house, if possible, unless they rule the endeavour. And also with retrograde planets, you don't want the planet that rules the subject, in this case Uranus for astrology and Mercury for podcasting, to be retrograde. So I wanted to choose a time when neither Mercury nor Uranus was retrograde. Because when a planet is retrograde, it cannot express energy at its highest peak performance. For any planet, the state of being retrograde brings in a hesitation to the venture, and we don't want that. Let's have a look at the moon. It's nice to have the moon growing in light, therefore waxing, and perhaps in a favourable aspect with the sun and the ruler of the endeavour, in this case, again, Uranus. And when we look at the ascendant, um, the ascendant and chart ruler could align with the business or even the person's natal chart who is opening the business. So you want a positive ascendant as well. So what about timing? So when you're going to cast an electional chart, you usually have a window for which the election is going to be in. So um, perhaps you won't need to open a business in April anytime, or if it's a wedding, they usually want it on a Saturday. So you do have some uh, time restrictions on the actual time when you can cast these charts. In, in our case, I wanted to launch the podcast as soon as possible, and if possible, in April 2023. I had the first episode already recorded and ready to go, but I waited for a good time and date. 
This was my elected time and date. So let's look at the launch date. We launched the Starsology Astrology podcast at 1.12pm on April the 5th, 2023 in Vancouver. I'm giving you this chart data so you can erect the chart for yourself if you want to and follow along. This elected time and date returned a reinforced 10th house with a Leo ascendant and an Aries midheaven. So let's have a look at which planets I got in the 10th house. I managed to squeeze, unbelievably, six planets into the 10th house, and they are the Sun, Chiron, Mercury, Jupiter, Venus, and Uranus. Let's look at the Sun. The Sun is the most elevated planet, and it's also in its exaltation in Aries. It's closely conjoined the Midheaven, which is at 15 Aries. So the Midheaven is at 1528, and the Sun is at 1546. This also places the sun in the Midheaven Gorkalin sector, which is a great place to be. So the sun is the heart of the business. And yes, I want to bring my heart and optimism to this venture. I don't see it as a doom and gloom astrology podcast, but rather as an uplifting resource for everyone who finds it, particularly aspiring astrologers. This placement of the sun will bring light, warmth and creativity to the podcast and maybe some fame in the public domain as well. But I'm not sure about that. Next up in the 10th house, we've got Chiron. Now, Chiron is not the easiest planet to have in the 10th house, but I'm leaning towards the healing and teaching aspect of Chiron. I'm tapping into that energy. I anticipate sharing astrologers' journeys and speak to aspiring astrologers around the world to inspire them to live a satisfying life through the energy in their charts. And there may be some lessons to be learned here, and this is where Chiron comes in. Probably this podcast will not appeal to everyone, and that's okay. I hope the people who do find us can appreciate our message. So the third planet in the 10th house is Jupiter. And Jupiter is the planet of broadcasting and growth. Um, Jupiter's in the 10th house, and it's conjoined the Midheaven, and in the Midheaven Gogolin sector as well, along with the Sun and Chiron. This indicates that the reach of the podcast will be far and wide. We anticipate expansion and even some luck with this placement of the greater benefic in the company's business house. The fourth planet I managed to squeeze into the 10th house is Mercury. And Mercury is the planet that rules communications, talking and podcasting. So Mercury is also the focal planet of a mini grand trine between Mars, Saturn and Mercury. I'll talk more about that, that in a moment. But this suggests that the slow burn energy from Saturn trine Mars will be funneled up to Mercury to get the word out because Mercury is the focal planet. Mercury represents the actual podcast and the message which we are trying to bring through this podcast. How people will hear of our podcast and through word of mouth and people like you sharing your positive experiences when you download an episode and listen in. I could anticipate the conversation started by the podcast to continue in your minds and in your lives as you fully digest what has been said as you go about your day. I also see this podcast as a teaching point for some of you. And if I can get a few listeners like you to think more about how astrology can benefit you, I'll be happy. So then the fifth planet in the 10th house is actually Uranus. And Uranus is the one planet that rules astrology. It's high in the chart in the 10th house. 
And this placement supports any business related to astrology. And honestly, you could open an astrology business with only Uranus in the 10th house, and it would still be highly a highly effective energy and potential expression of itself would be good for any astrology business. And then our final and sixth planet, unbelievably, that I've squeezed into the 10th house is Venus, the less benefic, the planet of attraction and money. So Venus is well-placed, high in the 10th house. This augurs well for attracting good things, including money and attention to the business. This also suggests that there will be a good impression of the podcast, and it indicates that women may be the main audience. Venus rules the 11th house of the business income, which bodes well for a prosperous business income, eventually. And seeing as we're on Venus, I also want to point out that... um, In the dispositor tree, Venus is the final dispositor. It's right at the top of the tree and below it is Mercury in Taurus, Uranus in Taurus and then the moon in Libra. Below the moon, we've got Mars in Cancer and below Mars, we've got the sun in Aries, Chiron in Aries and Jupiter in Aries, which makes uh, Mars a gateway planet in this position. And it also is in fall. Uh, Below Jupiter, then we then have uh, Saturn in Pisces, Neptune in Pisces and below Saturn, there is Pluto in Aquarius. So what this means is that it's a it's a single tree. It's a, a final dispositor tree with Venus at the top. So Venus is in a super well position. It's in Taurus. It's in the 10th house. And it's uh, hopefully going to add some charm and grace to this endeavor. Let's turn our attention now to the Ascendant. So with this chart, the Ascendant is in Leo at five degrees. And this means that the Sun is the start chart ruler, again reinforcing the sunny and creative nature of this venture. And I might as well tell you that my sun sign is Leo as well, and this ascendant correlates to my chart in many ways. Let's have a look at the midheaven. So the midheaven is Aries, ruled by Mars, and it's 15 degrees Aries. And this can indicate that it it is a startup and an independent business venture, which it basically is. This can also suggest that uh, there'll be a good start energetically to this podcast, but a certain flagging over time as energy wanes. But, you know, only time will tell. We'll see how it goes. I believe everything has its season and uh, certainly this podcast will as well. Let's have a closer look at the moon. So the moon is in the third house in Libra at 11 degrees. It's a gibbous moon opposite the sun. And this may suggest some tension between the drive to be public and the need to keep it close to home. And in a way, the nature of podcasting is that an episode is recorded privately at home and then broadcast publicly to get it out there and into into your consciousness. This is the one feature that I was not too sure about with this chart, the sun opposite the moon. I felt the rest of the chart was positive for a business launch for an astrology podcast. But here we have a conflict between needs and wants. And also the private bit and the public bit. But as I say, I I believe believe it may be just the nature of that you can record your podcast at home at any time of the day and then you put it out into the world. So that's where we're starting with the moon and we're ending up with the sun. So as with all electional charts, you really, you can't have everything, but you really want to get the best you have available in the time period you have. So usually with an election chart, there has to be some compromise with the planetary positions. And this is always the case when you want to have a certain planets in certain houses in a start chart. You can't have everything 
but you can get some significant planets in prominent positions and it really does help. So let's have a look at the public seventh house, which is where you as the listeners are. So Aquarius is on the cusp of the seventh house of the public. And again, this is ruled by Uranus. And I believe that it will attract unusual listeners and those interested in astrology, because really that is the audience. And this could also be people on the fringes of society. That's an indication there. And astrologers can certainly be placed in that category. Uh, When we look at things like guests and partnerships and collaborations, They're all indicated by the seventh house, uh, ruled by quirky Uranus. Now, Saturn in the eighth house suggests privately living by the rules and paying attention to unwritten rules. And I do hope that due diligence will come forward in the charts and transits that we discuss. It is important to have good research for all the content in the episodes, whether that is chart data or dates. I hope to lean on this facet of Saturn's influence to get this research right and dig out topics or events which will resonate with our audience. Saturn has a biquintile aspect to Uranus. And of course, the quintile group of aspects are those divided by the power number five of creativity and genius. And if I can tap into this aspect of Uranus as well, we may be able to produce interesting and creative astrology that stands the test of time. We hope to have a lot of evergreen astrology information on our podcast, and we may lean into this delicate biquintile, which should be able to invoke a positive energy of the aspect. And let's just go back to the mini grand trine between Mars, Saturn and Mercury, there is the possibility to stimulate active, serious information that will be timeless and timely. Thank you, Saturn. When Mercury is retrograde during the years to come, there may be a reduction of activity on the podcast and even a scramble to get things done to acknowledge the role Mars and Saturn play as the bad boys of the chart. Let's turn our attention to some chart points. So first up is the part of fortune, and this is in the sixth house conjoined Pluto. And it is interestingly quintile the chart rule of the sun, once more bringing a focus to the heart of this podcast. To be connected to the part of fortune this way is, I believe, auspicious indeed. It also challenges the ascendant to bring some tension to each episode, Sixth House, uh, being published every seventh day. I plan to publish on Sundays, the sun's day, as this aligns closely to the direction I envisage for the podcast. And let's just have a look at the node. So we have the north node, fortunately, in the 10th house. I'm going to lean into that the destiny is to go public and that is our future destiny, whereas the south node is in the 4th house. Where it's coming from, leaning on past knowledge and experiences that that I and Arwen have and all our guests will have um, and bringing their experiences, which they learned in the past, which is the south node, and we're putting it out publicly through the north node in that 10th house. The North Node is also conjoined Mercury, adding to a little bit of extra energy there. And it's not all sweetness and light. So let's have a look at some of the challenges. I mean, how could it really be sweetness and light? One of the tough challenges is the Moon is opposition Chiron. And I feel this may make me want to cry when the going gets tough. I'm not quite sure when that's going to be, but clearly it is indicated in the chart. How can the going get tough with a podcast? Well, if you get um, difficult comments and criticisms or one could anticipate an emotional response to the podcast, and this may be the point where I may feel like giving up if there's an onslaught of negative sentiment towards the work we're trying to do with this podcast. Uh, You may never know, and I'll probably cover it up well, 
but maybe I'll be a little sad inside if that comes up. Emotional responses may be triggered frequently and because of this aspect, I may have to find some coping strategies for the difficult people that that it attracts. And this particular aspect, Moon Opposition Chiron, is likely to be where these challenges come from. We have the scientific challenges always with astrology and often the religious challenges, which may sting as well. So that's a bit of a roundup of our Starsology Astrology podcast. This is our launch chart. As I said, I've given all the details. You can cast it for yourself if you're interested. And um, I'd love to hear what you have to say. It would be interesting to know if you have a start charts for your astrology businesses, your websites or your business or even your podcast or YouTube channels or what have you. And it'd be interesting to see how your start charts were laid out and what you chose to put into your electional charts. If you found this episode of value, please do share it with someone who may be interested. Thanks for sharing a part of your day with me. Love, Alison. Thanks so much for getting this far through the episode. I just want to take a moment to tell you about the two main options of my astrology services. So the first one is coaching. If you are an aspiring astrologer, and by that I mean someone who's perhaps a hobbyist astrologer or someone who's learning astrology or a student, or you've got a few books and you've been doing it for a while, but perhaps you need a little bit of help to bring it all together, then maybe getting some astrological coaching from me would be the answer for you. The astrology coaching I offer is a one-hour session on Zoom, and it's tailored to answer your particular questions. For example, if you have issues with natal chart readings, we can go there. Or if you're having problems working with your forecasting, we can go there. Or even basic astrology stuff, or even getting yourself organized for your astrology business. The idea is that astrological coaching will answer your particular questions. It's tailored specifically to you and where you are in your astrological journey. And I'm happy to help you out with some guidance about how you can get going, what to focus on and what to dismiss. So that would be the astrological coaching for people trying to learn astrology. The second astrological service I offer is consultations. So this is for someone who perhaps doesn't know anything about astrology, but they just want to have their chart read or get their chart done. Call it what you will. So once more, this is a one hour consultation over Zoom. I will interpret your chart, tell you about the main features, tell you about where the energy is flowing and all the rest of what is entailed in a thorough natal chart interpretation. I can also add in some forecasting in there too, bearing in mind we only have one hour. So just in summary, I've got coaching for people who want to learn astrology and I've got uh, consultations for those who want to get an astrology reading done. I'm Alison Price from Starsology.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.